Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Sean J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, ESPN2, presented by Progressive Insurance, all guests on the Goodyear hotline, including the Daily Wager's Joe Fortenbaugh. Is Joe there? Good morning, Joe. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. How you doing this morning? I love the spirited conversation about how deep the Knicks could go during the break there. I, I don't want to talk to about that right now, Joe. That's not it's <laughs> I'm not a big I'm believer gonna, in them, but I it, like stranger things have happened oh, than them winning pl- winning a playoff I'm series. I'm going to deal with Stephen A for the whole next hour about them getting a win last night in the game they should have lost. It's Jay, fine. you just bracing be, yourself? I, yeah, I'm just, just bracing yourself for that storm. For all the blasphemy I'm going to hear, Joe. Um, Joe did the daily wager is Joe Fortenbaugh. Joe, the Browns do not have Baker Mayfield, and they are two-point favorites. What do you see in this game? So this game opened as high as Cleveland minus six, and then before the news of the Mayfield injury, as well as some of the other injuries, it came down as low as three. So I think the bookmakers were preparing for this. So yesterday it's sitting on three. Then you have the news that Mayfield's out. It drops down to about two. So that's to be expected. Public money gets involved. People want to chase Denver. But what's the drop-off? And when we're handicapping this game, this is what we have to figure out. What's the drop-off between an injured Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum? Not a healthy Baker Mayfield because he hasn't been healthy for weeks. So how big is that drop? If you feel that that's a significant drop, maybe you want to play Cleveland in this game. If you feel that it's not that big of a drop, and I don't believe it's that big, because again, it's an injured Mayfield, then I might look to the Denver side in this situation, even though you're probably not getting the best of it, considering the line has already moved. If you're looking for a play in this game, I would play the under. It was as high as 44. It's down to 41. I think this is going to be your classic Thursday night rock fight here, right? You've got two teams that rank 27th or slower in pace. They don't really run an up-tempo offense on a consistent basis. Denver's fourth in scoring defense. You have a Cleveland team that is second in opponent yards per play. I think ultimately both teams are going to struggle to move the ball. Low scoring game. I like the under 41 points. Max. See, I feel like it's the same whether Baker Mayfield is a part of the team or not because Case Keenum has run this offense in Minnesota. So there's not much drop off as far as a quarterback position go. The running backs aren't there. Injured wide receivers and left tackles. If Case Keenum can somehow muster up enough offense and the defense can hold their end of the bargain, the Browns probably could walk away with a W. Uh, Kansas City is a five-and-a-half-point favorite at Tennessee coming off that big win. Joe, where are you on that one? All right, so this is a fascinating one because Kansas City opens minus four. They've been bet all the way up to five-and-a-half. Everyone I know who does this for a living who's involved in this game is currently on the Kansas City side. Uh, Total's gone from 56 up to 57. We did see Tennessee play Monday night. I think a lot of people view that game, and there's a discussion as to what happened at the end of the game, whether or not it was the right call. The reality of the situation is if you do this for a living, you probably analyze Tennessee and say they were lucky to get that win because they were, at least in my opinion. If people want to disagree, that's fine, but Buffalo was the better team on that night. So now how do we evaluate Tennessee moving forward, right? It's a short week to turn around and get ready for Kansas City. Two teams that have absolutely atrocious defenses. So the thought process here is that Patrick Mahomes' arm should be better than Derrick Henry's legs over the duration of 60 minutes. I find it difficult to get behind Kansas City. All right, they're 4-13 and against the spread over their last 17 games 
going back to last season. They're on the road this week in Nashville. If Tennessee is able to run the ball, and they should be able to run the ball, they're going to be able to control the clock and control the tempo, which is very big in keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. So for me, it's a no play, but I will tell you some of the pros lined up to play Kansas City at minus four earlier in the week. Well, the one thing that they're not going to be able to do is keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand because this is a quick strike offense against a very bad, poor secondary and defense in Tennessee. So therefore, the ball comes out of Mr. Henry's hands and into Ryan Tannehill. So this game is favored, in my opinion, for Kansas City because Tannehill cannot get in the shootout with Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I'm taking Mahomes in Daily Fantasy all day. All day against that secondary. All right. All right. <clears throat> I don't think your mic is working, oh. big dog. Cincinnati at Baltimore, Joe, minus six and a half. Money coming in on Cincinnati here. Open six and a half, down to six, depending on where you look. I would sign with Cincinnati in this spot. I know some people are going to think that's crazy. Baltimore off the huge win against the Chargers. Ravens have been very good. Lamar Jackson has been very good this season. But so is Cincinnati. And I don't think they're getting enough respect right now. They're fifth in scoring defense, and they're second in the NFL in opponent yards per play. And they're familiar with Jackson. They play him twice a year. Doesn't mean they're going to shut him down, because I don't think you can shut down Lamar Jackson. But I do believe you can limit Lamar Jackson. And based on what Burrow and Jamar Chase are doing on that Cincinnati offense— I think this game is going to be tighter than expected. I would take the Bengals plus the points. I think the Bengals is going to make it tough and everything. But on the defensive side of the ball, young Jamar Chase has has basically taken the NFL by storm on the deep ball. Hasn't been that way probably since a young Randy Moss embarked up onto the league. The one thing that I would say is you don't have any answers for Super Lamar Jackson on the other side, then you're going to be in trouble. I'm impressed with Joe Burrow and the offense for Cincinnati. Not overly impressed on the defensive side, although the defense is pretty good, but you're going up against a special character in Baltimore. Joe, can you hear me? I'm back. Now. I can hear you, and you sound sultry as always. Well, yeah, because they turned my mic off for some reason. Somebody internally here is trying to sabotage me. I just want to ask you, so real quick, Kansas City covers last weekend. All of a sudden, everybody's putting money on Kansas City? For the first yeah, time. I think it's I think it's the matchup that for Kansas City it's very favorable because you have two awful defenses. And if okay. Kansas City's ever gonna run into some resistance, people are gonna go the other way because Kansas City's can't stop a cold right now. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. I'll believe it when I see it. Philadelphia <laughs> at Las Vegas. Vegas, three point favorite. Your thoughts. Tough game. Tough game. I don't want anything to do with this game, to be completely honest with you. It's right on three. It's been on three all week. The Raiders are off a big win at Denver, coming off that first game post the John Gruden drama. So you got to wonder, are they able to keep up the emotion? Because they obviously fed off of that for that game. Here comes Philadelphia on 10 weeks, 10 days, excuse me, of preparation. Last time we saw them was a Thursday night. But do you really trust the Eagles to make good decisions? Do you trust them to handle the game on the road the way it needs to be handled? They've been a mess on both sides of the ball. Jalen Hurts is not getting the ball out of his hands fast enough. The Raiders are going to be coming after him. The one saving grace for Philly is that the fan base should take up half the stadium here in Vegas. The Bears fans traveled really well a couple weeks ago. The Eagles fans are going to travel really well. I'd love to give you something on this game. This is the ultimate stay away for me. I have nothing for the Raiders and the Eagles. Yeah, this is one of those games where you don't really know. The Raiders played well last week in the absence of John Gruden, Rich Passaccia took over. The team rallied around him. I look for them to do the same thing against the Philadelphia Eagles. All that I think Jalen Hurts will continue to try to improve as the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. But in my opinion, the Raiders should win this game. Yeah, um, the Eagles have won and uh, they, they've won and played close with some teams you'd be surprised by. I don't know. Something tells me 
I, I like if you're going to get points, I like to take the points with the Eagles. Actually, here, guys, I think Jalen Hurts has got to stop waiting for guys to get open and throw to where they're going to be open once in a while. All right, last one here, guys. Chicago at Tampa. Tampa, Joe, is a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. Monster number. We see some monster numbers this week. The Cardinals are laying 17-and-a-half against the Texans. You've got a two-touchdown favorite in the Rams against the Lions. This is another big one. you got to ask yourself, how confident are you that the Chicago offense, if they find themselves in a shootout with Tom Brady, is going to be able to handle their side of the business? Because the reality here is that Chicago ranks 30th in scoring in dead last in yards per play. And if they want to run the football, that's not going to work because Tampa's been very good defending the run. And Chicago is extremely banged up in the backfield between Montgomery, Damian Williams, who could be back this week, but it's not a healthy backfield. Then on the flip side, even though Tampa Bay's defense has been highly suspect this season, it's not like the Bears are taking a lot of shots down the field. That's going to shrink the field for the Chicago D, or excuse me, the Tampa Bay D, and put them in a better position to make plays. Ultimately, I don't think you can make a lot of money laying these big numbers on a consistent basis, but double-digit favorites are 8-0 straight up and 6-2 and against the spread this season, so I do lean to Tampa Bay in this game. Absolutely lean to Tampa Bay in this game. Tom Brady's on fire. Touchdown after touchdown. They lose Gronkowski. Guess what? O.J. Howard is there. Antonio Brown, Evans, Godwin. They're 12 and a, minus 12 and a half. I've raised that number. I say minus 21. That's Woo-hoo. what I believe. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it is time for house money, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah. How much money I got? Delivered man? by FanDuel. Excellent mm-hmm. producer, Pat, who never messes anything up. Where do we stand? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so congratulations. We have a new leader in the House Money Clubhouse. Uh, uh, what's his name? Jay Williams. Ha <laughs> ha! What's, what's his name? Jason Q. Williams. He's got $244.87. Key, you're in second place. A- absolutely. Yeah, he is. $240.59. Uh-huh. Joe is in third place, $119.20. And Max... You're uh, I mean, you're over a hundred bucks. You're at one ten forty one. So ten dollars and forty one cents. Get money. You know, okay, two hundred and forty something dollars. You know, Pat, feels really good to hear my name caught first. Yeah. In, in case you were wondering how last week went for everyone, <laughs> J- uh, Jay, you uh, you made thirteen dollars and twenty four cents. Yes. So, hey, Key, you made eighteen twenty four. Yes. Max made uh, thirteen fifty two, and Joe lost a whopping eleven dollars. Joe. Thir- oh, Joe. Come on, we, we Joseph. Didn't weep, gentlemen. All right, Joe, uh, let's start with you for your house all right. picks this week. Three games this week. All of them risk $5.50 to win $5. Let's start with the aforementioned Cincinnati Bengals. I'll take them plus the six and a half against the Baltimore Ravens for all the mentions, reasons I mentioned earlier. They're familiar with this Baltimore team. They've played very well on offense this season between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. And defensively, they're not getting their just due on that side of the ball. Top five in both scoring defense and opponent yards per play. I will take the points with Cincinnati. I think this is going to be a tightly contested affair. I've got two totals for you this week. We're going to go under in the Carolina-New York Giants game. It's 43 points. Carolina sixth in scoring defense, sixth in opponent yards per play, and 22nd in pace. What does that tell us? They can get some stops, especially against inferior opponents, and they don't exactly move at a breakneck speed on offense. New York is banged up at a lot of the skill positions this week. Sam Darnold has been very shaky. Six interceptions over the last three weeks. I think this has rock fight written all over it. I'm going under 43, Carolina and the Giants. And then finally, 
I'll play under 42.5 points between the Patriots and the Jets. We just saw this game back in week two. Zach Wilson threw four interceptions. If you don't know, now you know Bill Belichick's legacy against rookie quarterbacks. He owns these guys. I don't see the Jets, even though they have two weeks to prepare here, moving the ball up and down the field with consistency. I think New England's offense is coming alive. I consider laying the seven in that game as well, but I will play under 42.5 Patriots and the Jets. All right. Go Who ahead, wants Keith. to go first? You I'm gonna it. spend a hundred bucks Damn. on the Bucks to cover over the Bears at twelve and a half, minus twelve and a half. Because when you think about it, Tampa Bay's defense is fast in the front seven. Not only are they fast in the front seven against a non-running team and a running quarterback that goes sideline to sideline. Secondary's banged up, but not enough weapons in the passing game for Fields. What'd you say? Just give me your bets. I don't need the explanation. This is not NFL Live. <laughs> Tell me your bets. Everybody wants to show out every now and then, as my mom once would say. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this Chief Titans game. I take the Chiefs to cover at another hundred bucks, and I'm done. Since you don't want to hear Woo. anything, you ready? Right, let's Jay? go. You're going two hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, that? let's go. No, I, I, I yeah. you ain't gonna put pressure Since on me. Since you always sitting around talking to. Okay, I got the Packers. I got $50 on the Packers to cover. A little big spender. Uh, well, hey, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I know seven and a half. I got them to cover that. I got $20 on the Chiefs to cover versus the Titans. I'm going to fade key. I love doing that. And then I'm actually going to take uh, Pacastello, Allen Yates. I know you guys are questioning. I think the Raiders are going to have a down game, Joe. I know you don't want to dance with that. I'm going to pick the Eagles to cover. I'm going to put $50 on the Eagles. The I hope is, you're right. I'm an Eagles fan. I like the Eagles. You guys are betting big on all the games I want to bet. So that forces me uh, to not make some of the – all right. First of all, I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Pats to cover against the Jets. Okay? And then everyone's betting so big on, on the uh, – You're going to have to go big, man. On the Chiefs to cover. Damn. All right. I guess I have to put 20 bucks at least on the Chiefs Whoa, to cover. Who are you? I, I, that's it. That's all I'm going to do. That's it. I, I, you know, everyone took my style. I don't want to bet it. You know. I just want you to know, Joe, when the Chiefs don't cover, I'm coming for your throat, man. <laughs> you talked <laughs> me into it, it this weekend, bets. but when they don't cover like they typically don't do, I'm coming for you. What are you doing? All right. I'll be, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Jeez. Gentlemen, that is uh, house money. You get your first guy. bet risk-free when you sign up what for FanDuel Sports <laughs> using promo code KJM, thank you, Joe Fortenbaugh. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, Joe. Joe Knows. I do a segment called Joe Knows. Joe Knows. On, uh, on this Justin. I don't know if you heard about this, Justin. Fantastic new show, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And he is six for his last six on that show. Well, what's he on this show? Not sure. <laughs> um, all right, Keyshawn J. Willemax is brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. No contract. All on America's best network, Straight Talk Wireless 5G. Capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Let's play Take Your Pick. All right. Take your pick on who's going to win this week. Keyshawn Johnson, Teddy Bridgewater, or Case Keenum? Ooh. I'm going to take Case Keenum. I'm going to make a drama out of this deal. I'm going to take Case Keenum to win, have a better game than Teddy Bridgewater. I think OBJ plays in this football game, guts it out because he knows that with him on the field, they have a better chance to win. The defense of Cleveland obviously steps up. And I just say Cleveland will win the game. Case Keenum 
makes this quarterback controversy really, really dicey. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater with that questionable foot injury. But with so many people being out for Cleveland, uh, I'm going to roll with Denver in this one. Revenge game. I for swear case. to you, I want to pick a. T- I want to take like a ten ten tie. <laughs> like this is this game's going to be a mess, a mess, a short week for Cleveland. No tackles, no running backs, no wideouts. Maybe their backup quarterback Bridgewater's hurt. I think Teddy Bridgewater wins this game. I think his back is up against it right now when you look at things. And I think I think there's just Cleveland's got too many dudes out. Everybody knows this game is going to be a car accident, right? That's why we're all going to be rubbernecking for it. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, it might be a great game in a sloppy, weird kind of way. All right. Patrick Mahomes or Ryan Tannehill, Key? I'm taking Patrick Mahomes because you said that he is better than Jim Kelly, better than Troy Aikman, Joe Montana. I didn't say Montana. Dan Marino. Marino's up there, but I'll take Patrick Mahomes over so Dan I'm Marino. Take, yep. I'm gonna, because you advised me to take him, I'm taking him. There you go. Yeah, I'll go Patrick Mahomes. I wonder how aggressive Mike Vrabel is going to be trying to pressure Patrick Mahomes considering that secondary has so many issues. Uh, but we'll see time and possession game. I'm still going to favor Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think not only is Patrick Mahomes going to win this game, um, in daily fantasy, I'm expe- I will pay whatever price they want because I'm expecting 40 points. That's the floor. 40 points for this dude against that t- Titan secondary. Mahomes all day. By the way, Mahomes, key, I took him over. I'll take him over any quarterback I've ever seen. The guy who I would be like, is Aaron Rodgers. Those two to me are like, they just look different than everybody else to me. Please don't say that again. Oh, that's the way I feel. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm, hey, man, you're entitled to your own opinion, correct? Who's the quarterback you would take first? All of them. You take them all. Yeah. He's Whoever, not choosing. He's going to play a Who's bunch of quarterbacks. Whoever's left on the board, I'm happy. You're not going to twist Clearly his arm, Matt. I know. I tried to. Clearly I tried. you well didn't done, see though. me play. I tried to. It caught me off guard. I thought <laughs> oh, wait, he was going to choose one. No, no, no. He is like, look, you don't understand, man. Please get me a baller to get me the ball. All right. Zach Wilson or Mac Jones? Take your pick. I'm going to take Mac Jones. Mac Jones will have more success than Zach Wilson in New England. Uh, I think, you know, it's just it's one of those games where Bill Belichick, young quarterback, Mac Jones will methodically engineer drives and do what he does. And the next day, we'll all be talking about he reminds us of Tom Brady. Oh, my God, what did he do? You know, that, that's what it's going to yeah, be. Yeah. I'll go Mac Jones easily. I, I would love to see Bill Belichick open up that playbook for him, though. Let him go a little bit. Yeah, Mac Jones, for the reason you guys said. There's no reason to expound. Don't Sam let him Darnold. go as much as Zach Wilson, but let him go a little bit. Okay, now we have a matchup of... Failed New York quarterback versus failing New York quarterback. Jeez. Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones, Key? I'm going to go with Sammy Darnold. I think Sam is doing a terrific job. He's had some struggles of late, but he's still showing a lot of good flashes and make you feel like, hey, if Christian McCaffrey was in the lineup, they'd be a little bit better. Um, but he certainly is, is playing pretty good football, much better than he did when he was in New York. Yep. I'll go with Sam Darnold. We haven't seen him win a game without Christian McCaffrey, which reminds a lot of Jets fans of the way he looked um, with the Jets. But still, look, I, rushing TDs for him, he's able to get a ton. I, Andrew Thomas being out. <laughs> Left tackle for the O-line. Hey, we have an O-line issue again. Saquon right. Barkley, Andrew Thomas, and Just, a fumbling problem. Yeah, they're in that defense, they're going to get pressure on Daniel Jones. I, I take Sam Darnold. I will take Sam Darnold by a little bit in this game. This is not a scintillating quarterback matchup, and they don't have their weapons and et cetera. Y'all not real fans, though, man. Now. No, we're, we're realistic fans. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're real fans. It's just the real stands for realistic. Y'all, just, get, y'all get, supposed to go down with the Giants and we Flames. We are going down with the Giants. We're going down with the Giants and Flames. Give me something to hope for. You don't see it? 
Yeah, you should burn some more. I, I'm crispy already. No, we crispier. are. We're burning incense over here. We're trying to. We're burning sage. We're trying to re. This house needs to be clear. From one Band extreme wagons. to the other, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson. This one's tough, but I, but I but I believe Lamar gets it done again because sometimes when people are on fire the way that he is, you can't cool him off. And Joe Burrow's kind of on fire too. Mm. But Lamar is just a different. He's just different right now. He's just doing what he does. I mean, everybody complained about the lack of weaponry that he had, the offensive passing game. We need to see him throw from in the pocket. Well, be careful what you wish for, because that throw right there that he just hit Hollywood Ooh, Brown on oh. on a deep strike was in the pocket. That's just what it was. Key, what, what, what did you say earlier this week, the options that Lamar throws it to? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews, Mark, Mark Andrews, Andrews. Hollywood Brown. <laughs> Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown. You, you know, know it's coming. You can't stop it. That's why when they go out and draft a receiver, it was important. Like it's, it's not like they don't have a guy who can take the lid off the defense. They do. A tight end, they do. What they really need is just a good overall receiver, what right? What they need to do is to catch the ball. Yeah, and, and they drafted 60, a guy like Lamar's that, and he play it. Yet. Lamar's completing about 68% of his passes right now. If they weren't dropping balls left and right, Hollywood Brown, since he's been in the league, is in the top five of drops in the league since he's entered the league. That's why if you draft Bateman. If he catch Bateman. the damn ball... His percentage will be up. We'll be talking about, wow, man, he's like Steve Young. That's what we'll be saying. Yeah, no doubt. By the way, that's why they draft Bateman. Um, I like Lamar here, even though the Bengals are really hot. I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is one of my favorites. Lamar, as I keep saying, he's gone big game hunting this year. He got Patrick Mahomes on his wall. He put Justin Herbert on his Mm. wall. I think he's about to add Joe Burrow to his wall. But Joe Burrow, to me, just looks like if he stays healthy – out of this post-Mahomes era, he's going to do the most winning. And they got triplets there, too, that are no joke. All right, take your pick on who's going to win this week. Really? Justin Fields. Stop. Or a kid who may work out one day. We'll see. He does certain things I like. Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom's, a, you know, we drafted Tom in the sixth round. We feel like Tom is an is a exceptional quarterback. We watched him at Michigan. We studied him. We had a private workout with him. He came into the facility. Great young man. Um, you know, he's still young. Uh, got a lot of learning to do, um, and we feel like he has great upside. And, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and and that veteran guy and Justin Fields is, you know, he's got some stuff too. But that Tom Brady is is he flashes from time to time. From time to time, he yeah, has to get I, more consistent. More consistent. Yep. Learn how to lead a group of men, learn, and he'll be okay. How, learn you're you're absolutely right, uh, Max. That's you, yeah. right? Absolutely <laughs> yes. right, Max. Couldn't see um, you in the midst of all the cameras out there. Yeah, Max. there's a lot of flashing going on, but that's yeah. you. I understand. And, uh, you know, Tom's replacing a legend. Mm. And, and so it's going to be tough. He's replacing Tom Brady Sr. Yes. You know what I love about the coaching talk? There's always like a little slight, even though it's never meant to be that way. It's like, well, yeah, Justin Fields, you know, he's a good kid, too. Good kid, yeah. too. We liked him coming out. We liked out. him coming out. We liked him a lot coming out. Yeah, we just but like right Tom Brady now, a lot more. <laughs> we like Tom Brady a whole lot more. An incredible story about a defensive player Oy. making one of the biggest plays of his career or maybe even life. And it wasn't on the field, guys. That's next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN News.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Ah. Juan Smoot, Jaguars defensive end, joins us on the Goodyear Hotline here on KJM. Dewan helped his wife deliver their baby in his home following their win. We should call you Dr. Smoot. Dewan and his wife were about to leave for the hospital around 4 a.m. Eastern when better than me. His wife fell to her knees, a team official said. Dewan caught her, wow. but there wasn't mm-hmm. enough time to get to the hospital before the baby was born. See, my producer had me tell the whole story. Why don't you tell the story, Duong? What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks um, for coming on. Yeah, I'm, I guess I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Yeah. Um, the day before, we actually went to the doctors, and um, everything was fine. Uh, she she said she wasn't dilated. She said there was like no risk of the baby coming within the week. So we were we were thinking that she wasn't going to come for another week, and she wasn't even full term yet. She ended up having her at 37 weeks, but um. So the night the night it happened, um, apparently she was up at three o'clock. This was my wife. Well, my wife is telling me she was up at three o'clock. She said she had to use the bathroom, and right after she did, the contractions start coming on, and that's when I woke up and I saw her bent over near the dresser. And of course, I'm coming over asking, "Is everything okay? Let's go ahead and start timing out the contractions and everything." And um, when we did, there were about um, thirty minute, I mean thirty thirty second contractions in a minute in between. So it started to come very very quickly and. Um, we're like, okay, you're having these contractions. We caught the midwife, and because uh, we were planning on having her naturally at a at the at a birthing at a birthing center, anyways. So um, we called her, and she said, okay, just go ahead and head over, just stay calm, and that that's what we tried to do. And, and Amari, 
in the, in the midst of it, she was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and take a shower and just get prepared for this. Uh, but right when she got in the shower, the contractions started to come on stronger and stronger. So we had to hurry up and get out of the shower. We're just like, all right, let's just hurry up and get in the car. We had to get, get our two-year-old son, and we just uh, started walking towards the door. And before before I knew it, turned around, and she's, like, like bending over in pain. So I came over to her, and she, like, collapsed in pain. And she's just telling me, hey, we're not going to make it to the hospital. Like, feel down there. I put my hand down there, and I feel a baby's head. <laughs> yeah. And well, literally within, within the next 10 seconds, the whole, like, the baby just came flying out. And I had no other choice but to, like, catch Amari and to catch the baby at the same time. And um, what once we did um, – like the umbilical cord was kind of tied behind her neck and my wife, my unbelievable wife, she literally just popped an ax and grabbed the umbilical cord and like took it off her neck. And she, the baby looked up and took a deep breath and started crying. We were like, yes, all right. It's, wow. uh, it's a healthy baby. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, so. smooth. <laughs> I'm glad you explained everything to me because when I first heard all this, I said, oh, he a better man. She told me I'm contracting and, and, and I would, you know, if she started to bend over and fall a little bit, I'd have laid her down on the pillow. I'd have said, I'm calling 911 and I'd have passed out next to her. That's just, that's <laughs> no just, a, that's just, no a, that's just the reality. I'm calling 911. I'm going to sit on the porch. You keep your legs crossed. They're coming. That's all I could give her. Please, I been- couldn't have kept her calm like you, man. You. I don't know, man. I I'd couldn't have been do in the it. fetal position. If the, when they mm. got there, they would have thought that I was the baby. <laughs> Absolutely, they, they would have thought that you'd already given birth to me. How the hell did you stay calm throughout this whole period? Um, well, we we did have our son natural as well at our house. Just did, at that time, we had the midwife and we had a doula, so we had a little bit more medical experience around this. But this time, um, we already we already kind of knew the drill, you know. And yeah. when the baby when the baby was started to come, we were like, all right, well. I guess we're going to have this baby here. We kind of kind of have a little bit of experience. So uh, I was just able to stay calm within that time. And, um, I mean, I, I sound a lot more calm on the on the 911 call, but I was I was hyperventilating immediately once the baby came out. See, <laughs> Just running around the house, just looking for the phone, trying to call 911. It seems like to me just listening to you right now, you tried to bamboozle us, man. You're a doctor. Why are you sitting up playing? You you a doctor, man? Because you <laughs> you talking about yeah pre med or something? Because yeah. you sitting there talking about well we did it actually before I was calm I knew what to do of course because again if it was one of us three knuckleheads sitting up here I don't know how it would have went. Smooth, I can tell you, do his help, man. That first time around, I had to do it. It, it changed the game for number two. Yes, yeah, they, they definitely do. They're they're a big help. They they step in whenever like you just need anything. I remember our last doula um, in the middle of like. Uh, her her having contractions and her going into labor, she was like there for anything, like towels. We needed anything. If she if uh, my wife needed something to drink or anything, anything that uh, my wife needed at that time, she was there. So I mean, it was it was huge to have her there. And the midwife, they're they're obviously there to you know actually do like delivering the baby, you know. So uh, it was kind of crazy not having <laughs> having either one of them there that time. No, obviously you didn't make the practice that day. Uh, but you called into the team meeting later that day. How did the teammates and, and Coach Urban and, and, you know, your position coach and, and all of those guys react to learning that you had a clutch performance, as a cliche of sports would say, at home, though, with your baby? Uh, they, they were very excited, especially just coming off that that 20 game uh, streak that we just that we just broke. Everyone was excited and um kind of like that hype of that kind of died down and they went straight on to uh this this hype which i mean that um 
immediately once I told uh, Coach Urban, he he jumped in action, told everybody around the building, and he had me uh, come on the team meeting and kind of tell the story. And everybody was just so happy. And honestly, we're we're all just happy that Alani Alani came out healthy more than anything. First of all, you're catching your wife and the baby at the same time, and you're I mean, this is unbelievable. What's going on over here? Great hands, <laughs> great hands. All right. Uh, Juan Smoot, Jaguars, Jaguars defensive end. Yeah, what's up? I was going to say, are you related at all to Fred Smoot? Uh, I keep, people keep uh, to asking me that. I have no idea. I've never met him. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, how many Smoots are there, really? I don't right? know. I, I just, it, it didn't dawn on me till now when you said his name, Dewan Smoot. I'm like, I wonder if he's related to Fred Smoot. All right. That's, uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of Smoots out, out east, uh, out in North Carolina, Philadelphia, and, uh, and Ohio. It's a bunch of them out there. We're, we're a big family. Yeah, and there's one more in Jacksonville, am I right? One more Smoot in Jacksonville. Yes. Dewan Smoot, <laughs> Jaguars defensive end on the Goodyear hotline. Congratulations Congrats, to Steve. you and your wife, Dewan. I'll call you next time. Thank you. Okay. All right, for sure. Jay Appreciate Habits. it. Jay Appreciate you. A huge nope. Thursday night football matchup featuring a team without their starter, their starting quarterback. We'll tell you. Whether it'll be the Bears or Broncos. Did I say Bears? Browns or Broncos picking up the win tonight? That's next on ESPN Radio and ESPN News. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
tomorrow. We'll be joined by ESPN College Football Analyst Sam Acho at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Barbasol 1919 Classic Shaving Cream, a fresh take on the original. This new non-aerosol formula features enhanced ingredients and exceptional glide. Learn more at Barbasol.com. Guys, the story of the day has been the Browns losing Baker Mayfield for tonight's Thursday night football matchup. Here's ESPN's uh, Broncos reporter, Jeff uh, Legwald, on how Denver prepared for the Browns' quarterback situation. Broncos believed one of two scenarios would likely play out with Baker Mayfield given the nature of his injury. They believed he would either not play, as is the case Thursday night, or they believed he would not be able to finish the game. So they have done plenty of work on what they believe the offense will look like with Case Keenum behind center. And there are at least three Bronco defensive starters, Von Miller, Justin Simmons, and Shelby Harris, who were with the Broncos in 2018 when Keenum was the quarterback. So they know him well. All right, Key, how do you see this going for Case Keenum against that Broncos defense? I actually think it'll go well. They think they know him, right? I mean, it doesn't mean anything. He's in a different system. He's not, at the same, he's not in the same system as he was with the Denver Broncos. This is totally different. Plus, he knows what Kevin Stefanski wants. This is why he's there as a veteran backup quarterback to a guy like Baker Mayfield. The interesting thing is, though, if he goes out there somewhat limited in terms of his weapons that he has with OBJ, a little banged up, Landry in or out of the lineup, no Chubb, no Hunt, no left tackle, no right tackle, and he still goes out there and he performs well in the defensive side of the ball, does what they're supposed to do, and he gets the W, then you could hear the noise starting to ring about, well, you know, let's take a look, because that's, that's what that's what happens. Stefanski had success I mean, with him just, in the past. It, it's naturally for people to come on their talk shows and start to have a conversation about the backup quarterback who has gotten a victory. And if that were to happen, if I were Baker Mayfield, I would be getting a phone call from my agent pretty much saying, hey, look, we got to get back on the field. You got to play. It's time to play. Yeah, but if you're injured, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit there and watch, watch your job become lost? To somebody when you're in your contract year, but what if you go out there and you're not ready to go and you force yourself on the field? Yeah, I guess just you're right to too. worry about a contract, right, Jay? Think about that. Yeah, I mean it's just when you're when you're going for that kind of money and you're in such a critical year, and the fact that they didn't extend him and you're waiting to—that's a lot of pressure to be under for it, Baker. It's and a lot. He feels that way that people feel that way, Max. That he's only trying to do it for the money. Baker Mayfield feels. That people feel yeah. like he is only trying to get on the field for the money. Yeah, that is but, a great point. That's wait, that's a step deeper. Well, it's not that Baker feels that way. It's that Key is saying Baker feels yeah. that people feel that is also extra motivation. But that, that I'm okay with that. Like I just watched Kevin Herter for the Atlanta Hawks sound like a four year hundred million dollar mm-hmm. deal, and he's like, "This is life changing money. You know, life changing money." Like, that's why you have so many people in the NBA signing extensions quickly now because they've seen Dennis Schroeder, things of that sort. I'm okay with that being part of your motivation of why you want to kick everybody's tail. Yeah, but if you, if you feel a certain way already, right, Baker Mayfield feels that that's how people think, are thinking about him. And if he goes out there and he plays poorly because he's injured, and even though it's not his throwing shoulder, it's his non-throwing shoulder, he can't put himself in that position. He already is fighting against people saying that he forces the ball to OBJ in the past too much. So now he's getting off of that, 
and he's not giving the ball to OBJ. So now the conversation is you're deliberately not trying to get the ball to OBJ to prove to people you don't need him to succeed. I understand me and you think we don't chat on that energy. We put a wall up and don't pay attention to it, but he's not that type of individual. Know what else? Know what else? Think about this game, guys. The So Case Keenum's going to be missing both starting tackles and both running backs. The Cleveland offense is based on the running game, right? Yes, and then they is. got receivers who can do things. So Case Keenum's not going to have that available to him. On the other hand, Vic Fangio defense and everything. The Broncos are scuffling, and Teddy Bridgewater's not at 100%. Someone has to win this game. And, and by the way, <laughs> Stefanski has won as many playoff games with Case Keenum in his, as his quarterback as Baker Mayfield. Oh, wow. Now, when, when he was working with Case Keenum, on the head coach, but when he was working with him, if Case Keenum happens to win this game because Bridgewater has his own problems, we're going to say – he didn't have either tackle. He didn't have either running back. Yep. The wideouts were banged up if they're even on the field, and he still won. And this dude's making six million a year. Baker wants forty. Oh, oh, there is a high, high stakes up for us for a short week Thursday night game between two teams that have been playing sorry recently. What key? You just pointed to something. Oh no, I don't. No, I'm just. Oh, oh, yeah, no, he's trying to point like, out. You, I wasn't pointing, I just was like, he's like, You know what, Key's like, hey, Max, play the damn sound. He's right. Aaron Goldhammer, ESPN Cleveland on Canty and Golick Jr. He's Here's what a, you need to hear. I appreciate it. That's an assist from Keyshawn Johnson. Case looks as good or better than Baker in this offense. I think it will affect how those contract negotiations go, and it's going to light everybody. If Case has good chemistry with Odell and Odell plays, that is a total powder keg for our show. Mm-hmm. Powder keg. See, I would have never you, used You know that. what a powder keg is. I do, but I would have never used it. So I was like, yeah. It's a keg, keg like what you yeah. keep beer in, but yeah, full of gunpowder. Yeah. 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 Why would I ever be around that, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not fighting in the Revolutionary <laughs> War right now. Yeah. Here's one of the crazy things about sports. We went from the Cleveland Browns last year finishing strong yes. to people thinking that they could potentially be a Super Bowl Absolutely. contender. So now we're talking about we're not sure where their quarterback is actually the quarterback. For that doesn't game. mean they're not a Super Bowl contender, though. Well, it's like case, if the case, it, case Keenum, Keenum makes him a better case to be a Super Bowl contender I, than Baker Mayfield, I, if he's the Nick Foles type, right? Like, but if guys just like playing with him and the Browns get healthy, why not? Why couldn't they make a run? If the they Browns got healthy, run. Minnesota uh, Miracle guy with a know. with a better team, this team is better than that Vikings Key's team. The football if they're healthy, Key, go ahead. Key, yes or no? They could make a run, yeah, because the the players are going to come back. Baker Mayfield is. This may not be a one week injury. Remember, this is a short week. So they played on Sunday. Tonight is Thursday. You got four or five days. Now you, you get a few more days. And now all of a sudden it's like, well, why don't you sit tight? We just won. We still think it's a little sore, even though you think it's okay. Oh, I hate that. I would hate when management positions things like that. Just look, just let it keep resting. Your health is the most important thing. Oh, I, the right thing to do is to rest Baker, but for Baker, he's a he's the a right thing to do is for the Dodgers to get back in the damn win column tonight. There it Dodgers is. Your screeny coming up. We're back uh, tomorrow on ESPN Radio KJM. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.